Saurabh is an international award-winning management consultant, visiting faculty at leading B-schools and independent director, and he also serves as an advisor on the boards of both listed and non-listed firms. He has worked extensively with clients on building their growth roadmap and vision, unlocking value creation, organization transformation, and driving internal and external stakeholder engagement. Saurabh writes for many leading business magazines. He is also a keynote speaker and panelist in leading B schools, conferences, and forums around the world, such as the World Communication Forum in Davos. He is a TEDx and Josh Talk speaker. You may go wrong, but if preparation goes wrong, everything goes wrong. You've got to take a call and decide: Will that thing that you plan to do create any kind of value for your customers, you know, for your audience? If I work with 500 companies, only five percent have done that. So, without wasting much of your time, let me introduce you to the man himself. Hello, Sarab. So, thank you so much for. this early uh, morning hour interview round and i was really excited we're looking forward to the fact that i'm finally going to discuss with you something that i uh, enjoy learning about reading about and i've been fortunate enough to have a little space to work uh, how you go about it and how bod works so brands of desires for the people who are unaware of um you know the whole thing but i'm sure it's nothing to be unaware it's something that's there on the twitter on social media you can read so many insights about the branding so i have you from uh, straight the thought leader of the same and uh, so why don't i begin by asking you that why are you doing what you're doing so if i talk about i know you and the branding are aren't separate and i i keep watching you all over and something that i connect more uh, inside your talk is about you connecting with some people who they are bringing that out and then helping the ceos of the company or the founders of the company or anybody per se to evolve that way so so would you like to just you yes. know take us through that sure sure so well, thanks thanks shruti for inviting me to your wonderful show it's my pleasure and honor to be here and uh, the first question is is very big i mean you know <laughs> i would just say that there is uh, i i could go on and you know uh, but you'll have to pause me where you think it's appropriate oh, it's uh, so, so, yeah so you know so to answer that let's let's go a little bit backwards you know i mean how does it all start you know and you know to find out why people do what they do you know have to sometimes uh, you know just go backwards and see where are they coming from and uh, so in my case you know when you put up that question i like to reflect you know uh, when i started my journey uh, i would say the entrepreneurial journey about uh, 12 years ago uh, i had no inclination as such to be doing what i'm doing so it's not like i was you know some people are so sure about what they want to do and they're like they they just go that path right so for me it was uh, more like you know a chance you know or if you might put it like serendipity or whatever you put it i just ended up being there so you can say that i did not choose my profession the profession chose me and uh, i could connect with it which made life easier <laughs> and you know so uh, and and when we started talking about branding you know we did not 
talk about it from the lens of, uh, you know, this is what you need to do on social media. This is what you need to do on advertising. And, you know, it was never about that. In fact, that was one part of branding, which I hardly ever connected with. Wow. So, which is what most other people did. So, so in a way, it gives you a chance to be unique at that stage, you know, and you know that it's those early days of entrepreneurship when you're very young, all you care about is being different. You know, you just want to be standing out and uh, you're really not sure why you're standing out, but you're standing out. And that's why I say it was a stroke of luck or a chance that I got onto that path. Hmm. But, you know, that, that was just like start, right? I mean, you start just like that. You, you don't plan your starts, right? But once you get onto it, I think I remember once I started talking about it, started going deeper into the subject, you know, it was this uh, never ending uh, journey. You know, it's like every day you're discovering something new and you figure out that, uh, uh, I think, I mean, it's, it's like trying to answer questions like, why are some people doing so well mm-hmm. and the others don't just get it? <laughs> you know, and I mean, why are some people so conscious about every little thing that they want to do about uh, their brand? Why do they care about customers so much? Why do they focus on customer experience? Why do they, uh, you know, go back to their organization and inspire people to create great stuff? You know, and and all that was branding for me. You know, branding for me was never about, you know, uh, what's your next campaign and you know how are you going to market yourself and you know, so it, it was my definition of the way I looked at this world. And, you know, so like a, like a child, ignorant child or whichever way you put it, I was like, just stuck in my definition and I stayed true to it. And I can tell you after 12 years, I haven't let go of that definition. So <laughs> I, I, I'm still stuck with, you know, the inside out approach to uh, building an organization, building a brand. Uh, and not so much of the outside and what people think about you. I think it's first about what you think about yourself. Are you satisfied with what you're doing? Do you agree with your own dharma or karma or whatever that is? Right. You know? And and then can you carry it forward with full confidence, irrespective of what people think you're doing? So, you know, it was about uh, exploring that journey. So it was very selfish of me. So I was exploring my own journey. But in the process, I had uh, multiple clients to uh, experiment that on I hope they're not listening but yes. you know the whole idea was that you know can I uh, in along with my journey uh, help uh, uh, our clients you know who are obviously first individuals people who are leading organizations yes. and then it's their organizations right yes. uh, can can they discover their journey you know can I be uh, a trigger can I be a stimulant can I be uh, can I, uh, you know, inject a new line of thinking uh, on how they should be building an organization, how they should be growing, you know, can I change their mindset you know, in terms of what it really takes uh, to be successful or for that matter, what's the definition of success? You know, so is it uh, raising capital? Is it, uh, you know, looking at revenue growth year on year? Is it ramping up your profits or is there something more to it? You know, and besides all of these things. Right. So I think that's that's been the uh, the driver. And why I would say it's worked for me so far is because uh, I haven't really felt very tired doing this. So it's been about 12 years now. So even today, when we have a new client challenge, you know, the excitement is exactly the same. You know, you know, you can make a difference. You know, you can change the thinking out there. 
you know you can drive a transformation and that makes you very excited about your work so i think so if if i were to say why i'm doing what i'm doing i think to stay alive to uh, to live my own purpose which i constantly keep redefining so you know at some point in time it was just about uh, being different from the rest you know that you want to stand out and you know that's a very kiddish thing but sometimes it's not harmful when you're young and uh, <laughs> and then once you figure out that you know with age of course and mm-hmm. experience that it's not so much about being different which is important uh, it's about being truthful to yourself which is very very important you know it's it's about uh, getting more clear about why you're doing what you're doing and in that sense you know there's been a lot of evolution for me and uh, uh, and i think even now it's just even talking to you it could be a process and discovery so i wouldn't say that yeah. i have fully fully discovered everything which i want to do but uh, but yes you know i mean the uh, the pieces are joining together well so and that keeps me excited uh, you know i can wake up early for it yeah. and uh, i can sleep late so you know so yeah that's that's working really well you know so if if i were to say in a very uh, professional context mm-hmm. uh, you know i'm i'm working on a, a very interesting concept around purpose right so uh, and because your question is why therefore mm-hmm. the answer is usually a purpose right and uh, you know so there is a concept i'm working on shruti which i call as you know building a a yogic organization right now uh, i mean there's a lot of fun in building an organization right whether you're doing it for yourself or you're doing it for uh, another client or you know or you're helping somebody do it and the way i define a yogic organization is one which is you know you know it's absolutely in communion with its purpose you know so it's like it knows exactly why it's doing what it's doing so the same question that you ask me you know it's like the practice is on for myself uh, for my own firm and can i take that knowledge back to uh, my customers and help them not just discover their purpose but start living a life which is in line with their purpose you know every action every word you know it has to be goal based you know there has to be something which is larger than yourself you know and there has to be a a real solid balance between uh, material gains which are absolutely important if you have to make a real difference but also uh, with positive contribution you know to uh to your environment to your society to other beings not just human beings you know we are very uh, <laughs> selfish and self centered when we talk about you know i'm working for humans basically you're just working for yourself you're still selfish right i mean there's so many other kinds of beings out there mm. uh, who equally belong to earth and vice versa so uh, so it's it's about trying to bring a certain level of uh, a high level of intelligence or consciousness uh in the clients i work with uh and i'm not always successful so let's admit that right so you you make a real genuine honest effort but sometimes uh, clients are not ready uh to to transform to change their thinking you know they get pulled back by the same old world of you know just chase numbers and uh, uh, you know i mean there are all sorts of pressures so no judgment over there yeah yeah everyone is living a life of pressures yeah that's so beautiful sarab i think one thing while you were just uh, talking about the purpose and have you started um 
that again gives me an evidence of the fact that how I define success in one point of time in my life when I was really uh, figuring out, okay, now, you know, after you graduate, that's the success, you know, you walk through the success. So that's how you call and that's how, you know, you uh, work. So that was how, how a child thinks of not even a child, but somebody who just graduated and, you know, you look at people working on M- the CAT examinations and all look alike. So when you said yeah. you want to be unique out stand out so that you know you create something of your own one evidence that I always keep collecting and that's my hobby is that figuring out that anybody who's doing uh, anything yeah. of on the purpose or for yourself or that fulfills you keeps you excited all all day all night uh, you you don't think about it as a work or it's like you you know you cannot have a line between you and your purpose so that's again yeah. another evidence I, and that makes me really yeah. inspired yeah. yet again um, and one more thing when you mentioned about social media that was really uh, that that really pulls you uh, to think that these days if you look around uh, there's so much of hook like I, I, mm. I don't know there won't mention the apps but there were apps where the youth who, who did not have education yet but they were on the app and you know they were just I, I appreciate for the way the confidence build up or the way they but however the people sitting in the house started thinking that maybe I'm not accepted maybe I yeah. need to put something out that so that you know uh, I am there you know I'm doing kuch nahi mila to, you know let's let me start cooking let me start this that's both that that for me it is yet a debate like whether to some people it is you know imbibing a sense of uh, worth confidence and they're picking that up as what yes. they like and to the other they want to see that people are doing and that's what oh I is like FOMO that I'm gonna miss this out so let me just yes. put that mm-hmm. but when you said that I want to tell this to audience that whatever they are doing or whatever you're listening to this I think this is a university in itself if you're watching this video that still you can question yourself any point of time whether you're doing what you're doing is fulfilling you Right, Sora. We can we can do it anytime. Absolutely, yes. And and you know, it's it's also about uh, knowing why you're doing something, right? So, if if for example, uh, you know, you get a lot of likes and views and you know shares and you know the the typical KPIs that we measure for success in life, <laughs> right? So these are the so-called success KPIs of late, you know, and and that's what keeps you going, and and that's your fuel. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be in trouble sooner or later. Absolutely. And, uh, but then at the same time, uh, you know, it's, it's not okay to also uh, judge that process because, uh, I mean, uh, uh, when I look back at myself, you know, I was also doing a lot of things which uh, I wouldn't do again, you know. So, uh, you know, it's like I, I mentioned to you, even this desire to be different you yeah. know, is the is, is another way to look for recognition, right? It's another way to uh, seek, uh, uh, you know, a recommendation that this guy is doing what he's doing is good. Mm-hmm. And that's why you keep doing it. But, you know, you, you figure out, you know, that you, you discover, you, you've taken some action, you know, and then you figure out that I don't think that was what was keeping me excited. There was right. something else which kept me more excited than the whole idea of being just different. So, and, you know, you only learn that when you go through those ups and downs in lives and, you know, you, you figure out that this is what you care for, this is what you don't care for. And, and therefore, I think to all the youngsters listening, it's, it's okay, you know, 
what you're doing. Just, just keep doing it, but try to be aware and try to start identifying uh, which are the things that really connect to your heart, you know, and which of these things are just playing with your mind and, you know, making you, uh, you know, sometimes things which just make you feel good versus, uh, you know, something which really touches you deep, deep inside. Uh, it's a tough distinction. It's not an easy distinction, right? I'm sure. Uh, uh, it's like I could really, really enjoy eating, you know, pizza <laughs> maybe, and uh, it makes me feel good. But if I overeat it, then it becomes poison, and then I can't sleep well, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's like, how, how do you strike that right balance between, you know, the the material life that we all are a part of? And at the same time, not let your life be just guided by that, you know, let it, let it not be something which becomes your, uh, I mean, you become a slave to that life. I think that's, so that's the only thing. So I, I mean, there are people, by the way, Shruti, you know, who could have millions of followers mm-hmm. and yet they're not slaves of those followers. You know, yeah. they could still that's be true. quite disconnected to the whole idea. Yeah. And, and I think those are the kind of role models we need to listen Absolutely. more about that you can be as successful as you are be the most yeah. famous person in the world and yet you're like but this doesn't really matter me <laughs> you know so you know so you know because if if you start getting bothered by that if you start getting guided by that if you're driven by the fact that this time you got a couple of thousand followers less uh, then you know that it's like a quick test to let you know that you're in some trouble right. and uh, and take help you know and uh, have a conversation with people who uh, you know, care for you and let them know that you're facing this challenge. You can't sleep if you don't get enough likes. And and trust me, there are lots and lots of people out there who are struggling with that, you know, yeah. who have a challenge of not being accepted maybe in their early childhood to uh, later in life. And they're looking for that affirmation all the time that, uh, you know, and that becomes their fuel, which is which is a bit dangerous for me. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm with you on that. And yes, absolutely correct. That's that, And those people who don't get driven by the likes and uh, the kind of views they're getting are the people who really found or who are really deep down, like you said, connected so much in their work that they don't, they don't know what's happening around. They're so much connected with contribution or, uh, yeah. you know, making a difference in people's life. And that is so inspiring. And that's what I get connected to when you just said, uh, about your journey or maybe however it is like there are things in the business I'm sure sort of that could be I mean the second thing that I wanted to bring here was your challenges and how do you yeah. it's so difficult like branding uh, it, it took a sudden uh, you know it became a trend uh, of lately or I, I'm just saying a trend because ev- when everybody starts talking about it there are two things either it is yeah. a trend or people really get it that okay we need this at the same time, you correctly mentioned that not everybody um, is ready, I would say, to yeah. really imbibe those uh, ingredients you may, uh, you know, uh, serve them with in terms of getting connected yeah. to their brand. And that, of course, uh, I won't say you weren't successful, of course, you've been generous in that. But yet, of course, like there are few out of hundreds would say, they need time. So maybe we put it as they're not ready. So what are those sort of challenges you face in this whole process of maybe having people really seek that knowledge? Like you just said that talk to people like I love talking to the people who are 
like experts or experts in my definition are, are the people who are really working on the ground on that thing and they are not so know it all but they can feel and experience and that's what connect to your heart so um, yeah. there's anything like that yes but again having said that there are people who resist to or maybe they are not aware that i can talk about this if you talk about the branding so what do you have to say about the whole idea of your challenges of course as as uh, a brand uh, a branding uh, what do you call a visionary i would say who you can see and i really inspired uh, you don't work with companies you actually work with people you know in the company who make the company so that's really inspiring so i want to really know how do you overcome those challenges and yes what yeah. are the challenges yeah so i think overcome uh, of course is a different story altogether but let's talk about the challenges first and you know, the, the first and foremost challenge that you're encountering when you're trying to work with a client or a or a leader or an individual as you said you know someone who's at the helm of affairs yeah. you know is mindset right yeah. and uh, when you're trying to change someone's mindset about a particular topic uh, you know how difficult it can get right so it's like you have a certain stereotype about how the world looks like and whether it's definition of success or definition of brand you know uh, some people think that you know branding is about becoming famous uh, some people think it's about uh, you know trying to be able to sell more products yeah. and that's why uh, and that becomes a reason for building the brand and none of this is wrong you know it's just that when it is seen in isolation when it is seen from a just a single point of view uh, it becomes a very myopic thing you know so so i think my my process has been largely about uh, trying to provide uh, you know the people i work with uh, a very holistic view of the concept you know so i mean think of brand at the center of an organization which is helping you make every single strategic decision in your company you know whether it's uh, uh, capex whether it is uh, you know customer definition whether it is uh, even marketing whether it's your hr strategy you know whether it's you know so it's like whether it's finance operations people doesn't matter i mean but every decision that you take if it's guided by who you are and what you want to be uh, which is what the brand is at the end of the day you know and uh, and that includes marketing decisions you know marketing is not outside it you know it's it's not something that so a lot of people think that you know brand is something which is like an afterthought you know once you've designed your product once you built an organization now let's worry about the brand right and i think that's where it becomes very myopic so a lot of my work has been about trying to integrate and introduce the idea of brand uh, at the center of all decision making you know at the core of it uh, as a guide to even how you think about product development and uh, and then the entire journey you know which it takes to be successful as an organization so thankfully and interestingly while i never get called to share this insight i often get called for uh, basic stuff because that's what people understand so but when we start discussing it and i share this perspective uh, uh most clients in fact i would have a very high success rate of people who resonate with this idea and they are like this is it you know this is what we really wanted and we were not getting it you know they don't call me for this but they get this right uh, now the challenge is starts after that 
you know, so acceptance is very high, very, very high, right, of this concept. I would say almost 99%. But uh, the ability to take a firm decision, you know, please remember that most people are not very good decision makers, you know, so uh, they, uh, you know, they're scared to take the big decisions, you know, they're okay taking the small ones, you know, small ones means, okay, approving a budget of, you know, two crores for marketing, no problem. That's okay. Yeah. But, you know, changing the ethos of an organization, changing the way you do things, uh, you know, if you've been into all your life, you've been selling a product, which is uh, uh, not great for the environment. And suddenly you change that product mix. Now that's a big decision, right? It's not a small cake. And, you know, and, you know, and your brand is guiding that. You, you, that's the definition that you agreed upon, right? Uh, after you got introduced to it. So I think leading that journey, taking an important, firm, big decision, uh, leading it to execution, you know, uh, is, is, I think, the job of very, very few leaders, you know, who I consider as really successful. So, so that's, that's the, the fundamental challenge you encounter, right? I think you end up educating people the right way. They also understand uh, that this is what they need, uh, but very often they're not able to uh, drive that down their journey. You know, it's like you know, somebody figures out that this is where I have to go, uh, but they're like, I don't have the guts to go there. You know, and uh, that's that's the biggest I would say uh, challenge that we encounter. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, there's some people who just have absolute like 500% faith in you and they will just say, okay, sorry, we've got it. You know, we were waiting for this. Now just tell us what is the next step. And I tell them the next step, then this is done now next step. And then next step, you know, so there are those kind of clients as well. Right. And, uh, and I think it's easier uh, to deliver projects in that way because then they trust you fully and you trust them, you know, you're taking them down the right path. And, but at the same time, there is massive responsibility, you know, in terms of, uh, guiding people to a, a path which requires making significant decisions. You know, these are not small tactical stuff. It's yeah. like changing the course of your organization, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so I feel that uh, that's, that's where the challenges start occurring, you know. And of course, you know, you could think of micro challenges like the leader has decided what needs to be done completely in sync. He's also started executing it. And then some people don't follow that path. I think those are manageable things. Because, uh, but if, if the guy at the top of the system, the guy who's created the organization uh, is not able to follow a path, which is the right path for him uh, or her, right? And irrespective of how much someone like me keeps pushing them, uh, but they don't have the guts to go all the way. Uh, I mean, that I would consider as, you know, sometimes as a personal failure, I would like, I wish I could do a bit more. And which is why not every project is successful. Not every journey takes you to the ultimate position. And, uh, and going back to that definition, right? I mean, the, the idea of a yogic organization where you're uh, able to live a real purpose, a real goal while trying to you know, build a brand and an organization. So for me, an organization and brand are one and the same. I don't see them as uh, different in any way. You know? And uh, it's just the way people understand it. But it's, it's really about the, the way you water your plants and the way you uh, take care of them and provide them sunlight and, you know, 
it's it's a very slow and uh, uh, a tiring journey but for some people it's very fulfilling you know they just enjoy that process so much that they don't care about how long it takes to be successful and for others who get distracted very quickly you know someone comes and says are you foolish who does what you're doing you know and uh, i'll give you a result tomorrow morning <laughs> you know so that's when i think people again get distracted yeah and they're like at the end of the day why am i doing business and they forget you know so uh, 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 they're like i started to do business because i wanted to be rich or build a really big house and become very famous and you know people have all sorts of answers and here somebody like saurabh comes and says okay this is done now now what next you made your house you become famous you get called everywhere you get awards some paid some not but <laughs> you know the whole idea is what next is it is it fulfilling for you can we now go a bit deeper mm. you know and while i'm on my process there's a distraction from outside which i can't control you know and there's a distraction from inside yourself that hey is this guy right i mean can this really be true yeah. is this the right path or should i just go back to my old self which was so much more comfortable where i was just focused on the pnl you know and uh, life was so much more straightforward you know so i think people are scared let me put it like that shruti you know people are really scared to make the big move uh, they know they know it pretty well that they need to make it someday uh, uh, so in that sense you know when you say that are some people more ready than others yes uh, uh, and it's not because of me i am usually just a, a tap a trigger you know and they're probably getting ready for a while you know it's just that if i end up being at that place that time and they're ready then we start the journey right uh, in other cases i could do uh, not forget a tap i could be pushing them every day and uh, even after a year they're like but sort of there's another world can we go back <laughs> you know and i'm like of course you can but uh, then i may not have too much of a role to play yeah. and then you yeah, you choose me or you choose a different goal so yeah so that's that's how uh, it becomes a very challenging choice of decisions i have to take every day uh you know and and work with people who are tough you know they're not easy to transform yeah you just shared uh, simply about the challenges which sounded like a lot of work i'm sure it it does include a lot of work so yeah, don't you see i'm brain so yeah. rapid <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of work and when you said that uh it, it takes time for people to really so i'll tell one habit that i off lately begin after the whole pandemic and you know it felt like oh my god what happened i mean i may lose a job or maybe maybe you know people are losing job what's happening and i never experienced i've heard as a child as a story like you know in 2008 thing going on that was recession but this was really uh, horrifying and uh, i didn't go deep down to think of the children how you explain you have a child i mean yeah I didn't go there because I I said that you know I kept recollecting the childhood episodes I have oh my god thank god we had that so being grateful about everything uh, I could do till now so uh, that reminded me of one practice that every evening uh, when you said that it's so uh, important and so lengthy it, it looks like are you crazy like what are you talking about why why do you talk to yourself and I have this habit of reflecting oh my god what was so grateful today uh and what am i up to for tomorrow am i like and tomorrow is something that i don't wait for it's like pata nahi i mean i don't know you know yeah. it's there yeah. 
so that reminded when you work with people it is yeah. i i had a visualization of a deep down well where you know you keep digging out what's your purpose so you keep going down deeper and deeper there's no end in the into that so maybe today i'm talking about talking to you about something which i want to do but maybe when i you know add more experiences or uh, read more or talk to more people connect more with the world i think i'll go more deeper uh, yes. if i choose to again i'm highlighting what you just said it's a sure. choice either you can walk the path you show like when you talk to your clients or something there's a comfortable couch you know you can be yeah. there and i read something a beautiful line the moment the comfortable couch gives you pain is the time you've outgrown you know and that was like oh wow it is so profound and what you just said really goes right into the place where you know i really feel like as a as maybe somebody who aspires to do a lot of thing and a lot of people who are watching this maybe maybe they are in college or maybe they're thinking what to do and you know what uh, amazing fact is that i have uh, in my uh, community like people i know a uh, very young about say 14 13 14 15 age group of children yeah. and that time used to think okay 10th may or 12th may kita score karna you know kya kon kahan pe khelna hai those guys have started building like what should i do about my career you know uh, should i choose my hobby versus studies so yeah. i think this is maybe because of lot of information and lot of people doing this looks like easy like media makes it easy you yes. know i had written one thing that even i started feeling oh you write a book and then you make a podcast and then you go uh, release it in different platforms and then you interview people like in your community that's it that's a success and that's what it looked like for a lot of people getting viral and this and that you're so right it pulls you there so when and that really traps you and is yeah. like you're walking silently passionately to a path where you want to do something and wahan pe aapko dikhta hai are results results quick results Yes, and that's like how I experience, and that comes to a question when I, when you were talking, I was preparing for the next. Of course, because it is so beautiful, Sora. While you were answering, it naturally leads me to the the next question, and which is so so uh, amazing. And the question is, what are your sources for inspiration as someone who inspires others? So I'll be very honest. I am truly inspired by your work, and of course, the way you you're so connected with your work, and that's what gives me an opportunity to have a selfish interest of learning this morning hour. Like you know, that's what I enjoy about the fact that I'm able to connect, communicate. The blessing is that I can learn more uh, by talking to people and asking for it. So guys out there who resist. to ask questions to anybody hey how did you do it i think you should go and ask that question maybe that can inspire you for your own finding your own purpose or maybe discovering yeah. it so yeah. why don't you tell me about your sources of inspiration how do you how do you stand right there like how you are smiling energy like you said you're excited to meet any client who's in problem in terms of his approach towards the whole product or service yeah. sure what do you have to say sure Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're very kind, uh, Shruti. So I think we're all, you know, kind of in our journeys, and uh, and all of us are special in our own ways, and so are you. Uh, uh, you know, and what I would say here is that, uh, you know, we don't really realize uh, for a very long time why we're doing certain things. You know, some people are lucky to discover that pretty early, 
you know, so I mean, the fact that I was doing what I was doing when I turned 25 yeah. uh, is when I began this journey, which is very early for a lot of people. Uh, and and you get hooked to it, you know, so people are experimenting at that stage. You're like, uh, let me do this for two years and then let me try this for one year and then let me do an internship in between. Let me take a sabbatical. Let me go back to college. So I was like done with my studies by 24, 25 and I like, and just got hooked. So, and, and I would say that's sheer, uh, sheer uh, chance, I would say. Uh, I And I could be in an exactly similar position as a lot of other youngsters or young people, young adults are, which is a very confused state. So in, in my case, I just got really lucky. Let me put it like that, that I, uh, really found doing what I'm doing with a lot of excitement uh, and I continue to enjoy that process. Of course, there is evolution and business model and what you were doing earlier, you evolved it further. All that is journey. Uh, and then, you know, something hits you nine or ten years down the line and you, uh, so it was not exactly a comfortable couch, but uh, it was certainly a lot of, uh, you know, disturbance. You know, I was a very angry person. I was like, why are people not changing? You know, why are they not uh, really doing things the way I would want them to do? You know, and you become angrier by the day. As entrepreneurs, you two things happen to you. You know, when you don't get results, you become more angrier, and you don't get results, you also become more grounded. You know, you become yeah. uh, you you stop flying all the time. You figure out that you know it will take a lot more effort than you anticipated, right? And 2017-18 is when something uh, hit me real hard. Uh, I discovered, and I was reading, of course, a lot, you know, so uh, I think the nature of my work requires me to be fully updated and keep looking for inspiring content. And, yeah. You know, I was reading a lot of uh, people as well, you know, so mm -hmm. in between, I read a lot of... Uh, lot of amazing extraordinary content that you know uh, Osho had written and you know I, I was just be curious how, how does this guy write so much you know and and all that's said about him is so different from what this guy really was and mm. extraordinary content that he'd written out there right but there was still something missing I mean I would sometimes read something in his book and be deeply inspired uh, but I'd still not connected with myself you know mm -hmm. And then, you know, we went on a family vacation. So this is a short story, right, wow. in between. I hope we are allowed to share that, yeah. <laughs> no, that's so, totally, totally yeah. allowed, yeah. So we went to a family vacation to, a, uh, you know, to a, a nice, quaint home mm -hmm. uh, in, in the hills uh, in a place called Piora. You know, this is in Uttarakhand. Okay. Uh, a little bit close to Nanital, but we didn't want to be in the main city. So we wanted a nice little home. Uh, the host taking care of a lot of things and we just relax like you know not like a typical hotel yeah and we had no idea why we went there and why i selected that particular property out of all the properties out there right yeah. and just ended up being there and that's where the triggers you know it was like something was calling you something was calling you all the time and uh, uh, there's something in that home which was very beautifully done you know like a uh, Spanish cottage or whatever you call that yes. and there were books lying all around you know and uh, of a you know of a uh, of a being or a human you know who had absolutely no connect with you know uh, at least in that time 
and I started picking out those books. And who's this guy? Who's this person? You know, still no connect. You know, it was just they're just around you, so you keep observing it. And uh, then I we got talking to the host of the cottage, and I think my wife played a much bigger role over there. Uh, she found it more interesting than I did. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know, and and she started finding out and said, "This is something interesting. Who's this guy? I mean, such amazing stories about him, and books are all over." Mm. And uh, the the owners of the home or the host, you know, then started speaking about him, and they were like, mm. "Oh, he's our guru." You know, and and he's uh, someone who's transformed our lives. I was like, okay, you know, you've heard many stories like that. You know, of gurus coming to your life and yeah. uh, things changing, right? And then they said, what are you doing? So we were there for about four days, and they were like, what would you do? Sitting at home, you know, amazing food, amazing mm-hmm. weather. You can look at the stars in the night, and there's a nice telescope, and all those things are there. You know, a lovely living room. My son was playing drums over there, and you know, there was so much fun. They were like, "But what are you going to do all day sitting inside? Why don't you just step out and you know, uh, there's a temple nearby, about two hours away. Just go and visit that. Mm. You know, and we're like, okay, let's do that. This wasn't intended to be a, a spiritual trip, but uh, <laughs> now that you insist, let's go there. And this temple was in a place called, or it's it's called uh, Kanchi Dham. So okay. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, and uh, uh, and this temple was created by, or you could say, uh, uh, the guru who lived over there. You know, he his physical body doesn't live anymore. Is Nimtol uh, Baba, and I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh-huh. Also called uh, Neep Karori Maharaj. Okay. And you know, so at that time again, it was like curiosity, right? I mean, the curiosity was that you know. Uh, so when I was reading those books, I figured out, you know. Uh, Steve Jobs has gone there before he created Apple and <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. You know, it was still the worldly material thing, right? Yeah. That all these great people have gone there, so there must be something great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you, when when I went there, uh, it was like uh, he had he had called me home. It was like, uh, come back, son. I mean, you've you've been struggling for a while. Yes. And you're just running around. Just just come back. Mm-hmm. You know. So it's like he called me to the vacation and then back to his temple yeah. and then I think that's where uh, I actually started discovering that there was a reason why I was doing a lot of the stuff I was doing wow. it was all kind of connecting making sense you know it the, the dots were just joining so well and I was at peace you know and but it was not like the temple visit but the series of events which started from that vacation mm-hmm. to the temple visit and it still took about six months one year one and a half year to uh, to truly, fully start connecting and trusting. So, uh, so in a way, you know, uh, as they say, the guru discovers you, and uh, so so he found me. Uh, probably must have had some connect with him. Uh, so interestingly, he he uh, left his body in 1973, but you know, but that's how these gurus are, right? They yeah. never leave, yeah, right? They never leave. So, so, so yeah. So he felt that this is this guy who probably I need to bring to my fold, and uh, and I think I'm extremely, extremely blessed that he found me, mm-hmm. and and since then the journey has taken uh, added meaning. You know, it's it's no longer just about me. You know, it's no longer about me trying to be different, trying to help people out. You know, it's just slightly. You know, it's it's the world has changed. The canvas is, you can say. The operating system has changed. Mm. 
right? So as they say, it's like you get upgraded, right? Yeah. Uh, with the with the latest uh, operating system, and your your method of doing things changes. You know, you do things from a very different uh, point of view, and it's not that I did not any longer connected with uh, you know Rajneesh or Bhagwan Rajneesh as they say or Osho. I still connected with his knowledge, but his knowledge was like that of a teacher, you know, and here was uh, a guru, you know, and I was able to create a distinction between the two, you know. So the guru didn't have to teach me anything and yeah. he would yet transform me, you know. Yeah, uh, beautiful. It, I mean, you have no clue when you yeah. say this, it's like a, visual effect dal sakti like, you know, the whole, because yeah. it is so, so true. I mean, Really, I mean, when we, we use a lot of logic, I, I would say, a lot of logics in life, yeah. we find out, ye kyun hua? Ye kaise hua? and we're being so arrogant about the fact that there's True. nothing exists above. above you get it, right? You, you become arrogant about yes. your knowledge, about your skills, about the fact that you're able to make such a big difference. Yes. You know, and, and I think by then I had enjoyed pretty much every possible recognition that come to me Indian international and and you and you're still not there you know you're still figuring out and you know and you're looking for content like a student would right mm -hmm. but uh, uh, you know and you find great teachers as well you know and you keep reading right and then something hits you like real hard and then you feel a very different emotion towards your work you feel a very different life transforming around you you start looking at people differently you know, and and then it's uh, it's it's a world of no judgment. You know, you're yeah. you're there now. You've you've figured out that your purpose was not meaningless. You were doing mm -hmm. things for a reason. They start making more sense. You know, and I could connect dots so beautifully. You know, I'll share an example with you. Sure, here. please. Uh, and it it doesn't happen immediately. It's it's like oh, it's like you wake up and say, oh my, <laughs> is this is this why I was doing what I was doing? And you know, so I'll tell you this interesting story. So. So uh, Neem Karoli Baba is actually the name of the uh, of my guru, and uh, but it's an invented name. It's not his original name. All right. And it's the name given by Westerners because they found it easy to pronounce. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Right? So yeah. So but the uh, the name before that, which is a more accurate uh, description, which is also not his original name, is Neeb. Okay. Neeb Karoli, not Neem Karoli. Okay. Right? Yeah, so Neem Karoti, and this actually originates from, uh, you know, a story in his life when uh, he was meditating in this village called Nipuri, and uh, it's in Uttar Pradesh, right, uh, uh, and, you know, he was about to take a train, and you're talking about the time when you, India was not independent yet, so the train system that come in, you know, the TT used to be a Britisher and not an Indian. You know, and uh, so he just hopped onto a train to go from point A to B. And uh, uh, so the TT came, the Britisher in his typical accent, where's the ticket? And here was a sadhu, right? So he said, I have no ticket. <laughs> so you know, and he just laughed, right? And, and he's, he's a funny guy, a very funny guy. So he said, but you need the ticket, you can't travel. So he said, but I have no ticket. You can do what you want. So the, the guy got the train stopped at a location. Okay. And uh, he asked the Saru to step down. He said, you cannot travel in this train. You have to step out. He said, okay, I'll do that. So he stepped out and sat under a tree near the uh, 
uh, at the station. So it's like a village station, not like right. a big one. Right? Got it. Uh, and the train wouldn't move <laughs> after that. They kept pushing the engine, they kept pushing the engine, it just wouldn't move. And it's like, what's going on? They went on for 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes. And uh, then some of the Indians sitting in the train, they said that, Ki, you know, you have to go to what kind of logic is this? <laughs> right? I mean, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> and you know, so, uh, and that's exactly what happened. And that place uh, where this was all happening mm -hmm. uh, was called Neep Karori. And, uh, and from there, the story went on and he got this title called Neep Karori Baba. You know, and uh, now, interesting thing about this, I mean, it's not the story. I mean, for me, uh, it went beyond it. And, you know, I just kept reflecting, what does this mean? What does this mean? Why? Well, what's Neep Karori, right? It's just the name of a place, or there's something else to it. You know, and then I started working on the literal translation. So, uh, Neep, uh, you know, if you think about it as a Avdi word, or, you know, if you Hindi roots, is the same as Neep, N-W-E-V, or foundation right uh, and karori uh, or karori or karauri is the way you call it is karara jaise khana karara hota hai ya kuch koi cheez karari hoti hai but the literal meaning of karara or karauri is strong it's a strong flavor right strong flavor. and strong now flavor. when you connect those two words hmm. a strong foundation yeah oh my god <laughs> it's real hard isn't that what I've been doing with my clients? Just trying to help them build a strong foundation, connecting them back to their roots, you know, connecting them, getting them grounded like I needed to be myself, you know, and that just hit me like real hard. I was like, this is, uh, you know, I wasn't Water expecting. Water on your face, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just went rushing back to my, you know, I discussed it with my wife, my mom, and I was like, can you imagine I discovered this? And it's like, oh no, you're just mad about your guru. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, and, and gradually that faith just keeps compounding and you you start feeling, uh, you start experiencing this very, very special godly energy, mm. which is protecting you, which is protecting your loved ones, which is protecting your organization. Mm. And you can go about your work like, uh, with no care in the world, you know, you just feel so safe and, you know, people live in a space of fear all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I wouldn't say I've completed that process, but I've lost a lot of my fear about yeah. how the world is going to turn out to be, yeah. you know, and, you know, so, and I think that comes from that space of uh, faith that you start to have uh, in someone, mm -hmm. in this case, my guru, right? So I would say that the, if, of all the People or humans or mortals or immortals who've had any kind of influence on my life, uh, uh, I think the biggest would be, you know, from my guru. Uh, because he didn't have to do anything. <laughs> so, you know, he was like, uh, he didn't have to teach me anything. Of course, he, he has a set of things which he always said, uh, uh, but he never gave any sermons or lectures, never built any institution. You know, uh, he just said five things. You know, he said, uh, love all, serve all, feed all, sabko khana kilao, you know, and, you know, and remember God, don't forget him, yeah. and uh, always speak the truth. Yeah. Now, if, if you think about it, you don't need another sixth lesson in life, uh, even if you remember all of these five things and you keep doing it, 
uh, life is so much more simpler. Yeah. You start connecting with yourself a lot more. Yeah. And very interestingly, none of these five things was about what you want. It was about what you can give. You know, yeah. because love all was we have to do to others wow. very unconditionally. Serve all was you know just keep doing you know karma Brilliant. right. Brilliant. And you know, so it it all started connecting. You know, if you really think about when I say a yogic organization and how I build those connects with my work, you know, so it's like your karma is is your actions which you do. You know, I could break it down into that love, serve, feed as a concept, and you know, your dharma, you know, is like speaking truth all the time. You know, you have to be so truthful, and nobody knows if you're lying except yourself. You know, so and I think working that out, you know, challenging yourself, you know, do I even need to say a lie for such a small thing like, did you eat your food? And sometimes you just tell your mom, yes, I ate, and yes. when you didn't eat, you know, so it's that small, even the small lies, which yeah. which kind of don't work in your favor, you know. And then there is the the third part of it, which is your goal, you know, that remember God, uh, you know, in a way when he says that always remember God, I see it like. Always remember your purpose, you know, and your purpose is your God. Your purpose is your goal, you know. And if you forget that, you get distracted. Correct. You know, and so I was able to build those connects very seamlessly, you know, with the work I do, uh, and uh, and maybe that defines why I don't feel tired, and, and and I'm extremely blessed to get that sort of exceptional blessing, you know, from my guru, uh, who found me, you know lying in an unconscious state, you know, woke me up and said, but you're on the right track, boy. I mean, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing and I'm backing you, you know, in that confidence, yeah. right, yeah. that you're on that track. And then, you know, later, I would say uh, about a year or two later, I had one more further inspiration. So, uh, and I think, again, this must have been my guru's uh, method of trick, you know, or whatever he does. Uh, I got introduced to the content from uh, Paramahansa Yogananda, right? Of course, he's written this amazing book called Autobiography of a Yogi, but you never understand it, right? And uh, it's, it's a tough book for most people to comprehend. And, uh, and I think uh, uh, his content again started uh, connecting me deeper to my work, you know, and, and what it did was that you know, so I just felt that this was this some divine intervention from my guru, and I said, you know, there are certain things you still need to get right. So, this teacher ke paas You know, so it's yeah. like he keeps directing you, right? And yeah. then this one one shadow which is just with you and uh, is just guiding you, you know, all the time. That now go to this teacher, now go here, you know. And there's so many other teachers who come to your life, right, from time to time. Uh, yeah. But you feel blessed when you know that somebody is guiding you yeah. and uh, and you're not alone yes. you know in this uh, interesting world yeah so yeah so these are i mean different kind of inspirations not the typical steve jobs I got uh, it. <laughs> but yeah yeah but i think all of us have different uh, influencers yeah. and so i think for me uh, such such kind of people have been the biggest influencers and and the biggest of all you know has been uh, you know, Neem Kuroli Baba or Neem Kuroli Maharaj or you know, whichever you like to call them. Yeah. God. But yes, and anyway, it was a, a lovely story. I'm so honored that you took time to share that with all of us. And of course, this is going to stay. And what I kept listening to a fact that while you were sharing, there was nothing that you planned, you know. And sometimes we all keep working on our diaries and we say, oh, plan your life. Oh, plan, yeah. you know, but not... Yeah. 
but when we say that this planning is driven by or say directed by uh, a guru or universe per se i mean people who and i am blessed to have experiencing the fact of having a guru in life spiritually of course because uh, well that's true that materialistically you do and so things are endless like you can do and main is your choice but how much ever you connect and give your time to just think of the source really and connect and that gives like you said that's your fuel that's give you that gives you actually a way a pathway maybe a light you know your guru is always there and that's what guru guru does i mean you don't and they they never take credit of that it's like they're like out there and like you know wishing them so it's so inspiring and i think i they're a great role model right i mean yes. the way they 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 lived a role model for you yeah and you you keep getting inspired by yeah. uh, you know and, yeah. and and that's that's the amazing thing about it right yeah. you you change your parameters of success and the kpi is so called become very different yeah yeah, yeah. and and having said all this i am sure uh, whatever you said is something that is to be experienced i mean if people kind of wait oh let me see let me understand how does this happen that never yeah. comes it's an experience it's a feeling it's an emotion that that's kind of your soul uh, connection you don't know you can't just define a whole thing but that's that's i think beauty of it that every yeah. individual has their journey of figure discovering the soul urge and people who are ready like you i mean how long was the what year uh, when you so we're talking uh, 2017 uh, okay. sometime around june july the vacation time wow, <laughs> right. oh, wow. so that yeah. was yeah. a really divine i mean really powerful and i'm sure that's what is keeping you go on and on and see it 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 doesn't matter whatever hour i mean you're up there because your purpose is something that you live and redefine yes. each day so yes. powerful so one thing i want to ask so having said all of these you re, you take time you know time to read things you take time to create things and like i already said that's a lot of work so people yeah. who are uh, willing to go on uh, to exploring the whole yeah. spectrum of branding yeah. or yeah. being a consultant like you shared in our previous call that there's something that you are coming up with uh, some project i said you let me know i mean that would be amazing so i think you have opened a lot of opportunity for people to come back to you to figure yeah. out what's up for them uh, sure. anybody who looks for personal branding or company branding or just understanding their purpose i think that's brilliantly open so i think i would love if you would just share how can people communicate to you you're there on twitter you're there on so how how do you how would you like to connect with the community now sure so uh, so shruti i'm i mean one i'm extremely accessible so it's quite easy <laughs> for people to connect and uh, pretty much active on linkedin not so much on facebook uh, but that's that's one professional way of getting connected correct and uh, twitter i just haven't been able to I mean I keep putting stuff there once in a while there are a couple of good interesting people to follow do that but I'm not so frequent but yes uh, so yeah. that's that's one way of connecting and you know and like you mentioned you know uh, we are constantly so it's not just me alone so we are a team of about 30 people right oh, wow. and amazing. we are constantly working on you know creating new ways of you know uh, reaching out to people and sharing our content you know I mean and we realize that you know when we do a project uh, whether it's a business transformation exercise or a brand development exercise 
there's only that much you can do because it's it's very deeply absorbing. So you can only do a few projects every year, mm. and uh, maybe six, seven, eight, nine, you know, awesome. uh, depending on how many we can take up. Mm. And but we felt that we needed to share our knowledge with a whole lot of other people, you know. And uh, this process is very slow, you know. Uh, and while we continue to do what we do, we wanted to create a very very high quality. Uh, you know, learning content, you okay. know, delivered in a way that can be easily consumed okay. uh, by people. And uh, so we started working on it and we are at a stage where we are about to launch two programs. Okay. You know, one is actually focused on students and young professionals. Wow. And uh, that's all about uh, teaching them how to uh, develop a brand. And, uh, and of course, uh, uh, my way, not the one that you're typically exposed mm-hmm. of, yeah. you know, which is uh, fairly theoretical in nature and, you yeah. know, at the same time full of vanity. So it's, it's like, how do you really, really develop a brand, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so it's a instructor-led program. I'm the instructor. So that's something that wow. we've reached out to a couple of thousand students now. They've shown a lot of interest uh, wow. to, to learn this skill. And I thought that's one way of contributing where you teach people early mm-hmm. on the science or this piece of knowledge, right? And on the other side, we've also created a program for business leaders. Okay. Uh, this one is on leading business transformation. And, you know, uh, and business transformation is not just brand transformation, though they're interlinked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's a, it's a fairly complex journey, you know, which every organization at some stage is faced with. Uh, where you need to make those big significant changes to the way you do things. And, you know, most leaders are not trained to do that because that's not everyday work. It's not like running operations, Mm. you know, and they don't have the right skill set, the right mindset, the right capability set, uh, even the right sort of people around them to drive significant change uh, in the organization. Mm. So we thought we should create this program, we should create this content uh, from all our experience, I've personally been involved in over 15 business transformations. Right. Uh, uh, and and it's been a very uh, challenging exercise to be, do that, to be doing it. Uh, and then we said that let's also study some of the most amazing global case studies of uh, successful business transformations and failed business transformations, right? And from all that, you know, we've, I, I would say, hundreds of hours of study several years of consulting experience has actually been distilled down into a, a very easy to consume, uh, you know, learning module or learning program, mm-hmm. you know, and we've actually created what we call as a, uh, you know, a 33 step business transformation framework, which is broken down into three stages. And it's like a hand holding exercise, but because we can't literally do it to hundreds of people. So we've mm-hmm. converted into a, a learning program, which is facilitated by me. Uh, in, in the form of live coaching, live classroom, okay. Okay. you know, uh, uh, an amazing digital interface uh, mm-hmm. for experiencing all the content, mm-hmm. you know, and a, a leaders forum where people can share their experiences of their journeys of business transformation wow. and learn from each other. Right. So, so we put that together. We never thought it's going to become so significant. We just started it and it's taken us uh, three solid months. I think COVID has been a boon in that sense. Uh, but it comes with a lot of responsibility because we felt that, you know, maybe we can put it out together very quickly. But, you know, anyone who's involved in the business of sharing knowledge uh, like us, uh, it comes with a lot of responsibility. You can't deliver half-baked knowledge. You can't, uh, 
just use somebody as this case study to teach you know you need to bring so much depth to it you have to go yeah. into the the absolute inside of it and then churn out you know the most important elements which people need to take care of so we've done that hard work and we're now ready to share it with the world so mm-hmm. so that's where we are and uh, uh, we're just going to get more and more people to start looking at that content and learn from it and uh, yeah so it should be a fun exercise so you know so to because it's it's like you know when you're doing it one on one one client at a time you can only do that much now the patience is running out so i've spent mm-hmm. about 10 12 years i'm like uh, i'm not going to be able to touch too many companies this way yeah. not too many people so yeah. let's let's create other formats wow. you know so and and, uh, and how can we go faster how can we share this with more people how mm-hmm. can we inspire more people to mm-hmm. lead in a more intelligent way you know how can we inspire uh, youngsters to get very early into that knowledge of what it takes to build a high quality brand and so that they're not misled on the way yeah. you know the chances of getting misled getting yeah. distracted you know so we we said start early over there you know and on the other side work with leaders uh, to to coach them you know what it really really takes what are the steps necessary you know what do you need to get right if mm-hmm. you have to be successful so it's like improving your odds um, significantly you know wow. by participating in this program yeah That's amazing. And how do we? Um, so how do we always? I'm looking for what's there for me. Like what I heard more from you was what's there for others. So that's funny. Uh, so where do we register? So how do we register? Yeah. Or how do we approach if we want to say go for the programs? Is it? Oh yeah, you could you could write to me directly oh, or write okay. to my team. But you know we're going going live with the uh, the web pages in a day or two. Oh perfect. Uh, perfect. the 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 programs are both open for registration now mm-hmm. awesome and uh, so but if you want any content pertaining to it just write to mm-hmm. me and you know i'll have it sent That's out so brilliant that looks like a yeah. hell lot of opportunity looking up and i think people who are watching this i think if any anything here uh, got touched uh, you know you got touched with like maybe a qu- thing about a purpose or source or anything i think sort of be so amazing for them to really start early like you said you know starting the journey of discovering the purpose is something that everybody must must yeah. you know experience at least baad mein bhale wo kahe ki are what time lag raha but ek bar hook ho gaye to you just keep yeah. doing and uh, last i want to just say what about if you want to pick only three pieces as an advice to some brains around who are going to who are looking forward to their life creating or still creating a pathway what are the top three pieces you want to uh, share with them like the advice sort of i know it sounds a little uh, advice anything but what i mean to really ask is three things that's on your head right now to tell them sure sure should be so you know so i i would say uh, the first and foremost you know is to uh, to have an open mind mm-hmm. you know to you know what i call as the attitude of a uh, an infinite learner who's uh, not stuck up with the knowledge he or she has you know and is is constantly looking to uh, attach to himself or herself new knowledge you know mm-hmm. so and not getting stereotyped with what you've always known uh, as as your definition of what this world is right uh, i think being open to new knowledge new experiences getting exposed uh being vulnerable because you know one of the things with being uh, open to new knowledge is that you have to be vulnerable in accepting that you do not know everything right and many people find that very tough to accept you know and that's why they stop learning 
so I think that's that's one. You know, if if you are receptive, chances are something is going to hit you sooner or later, which can uh, uh, you know change your path in the right direction. But if you're shut and you're closed and living in your mind and in your house and just stay inside, uh, uh, you know, and not in the literal sense, but in the way you operate things, or do things, uh, is when you will find it very difficult to, uh, you know, transform your journey. So that's step number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I would say is that it requires you to be uh, immensely patient, uh, you know, in this journey, right? I mean, whatever journey you're living, whatever you're aiming to be successful at, uh, you cannot have role models who show you a way of doing it really quick, mm-hmm. you know, and for all you know, they were just lucky, uh, you know, and not because they did something extraordinary to be winning so quickly, you know, and uh, in that sense, do not set that as a reference or a benchmark, you know, I think it's very important to uh, genuinely read biographies if you like, and you'll figure mm-hmm. out that 99% of all those people who did anything extraordinary in this life uh, ended up achieving it pretty late. And, uh, and they took a lot of time. They took a lot of time, right? And they didn't, of course, they went mad sometimes in between, but they <laughs> stood their ground. You know, they didn't let go off. So there may be family pressures in becoming successful quickly. You know, when are you going to get married if you're not successful? <laughs> or, you know, now you're 40 and you still don't have a big house. You know, so, you know, those kind of things can be quite distracting and they can mislead you into believing that, uh, you know, success means something else. But uh, if you're patient, you know, I think it really, really helps. If you can build that as a capacity, you know, uh, it's, it's extraordinary. Because, you know, it's, there's a time for everything, you know, as they say. And if the time is not right and you're just constantly pushing for a certain result, you may get it, but it'll not last. You know, so it won't be sustainable uh, in that sense. So learning to be patient uh, doesn't mean slow, just means being patient. Yeah. Mm. Uh, slow is what other people think that yeah, you're slow but it's, it's and, different. and you can just go back and say I'm not slow I'm going really fast but I'm just patient yes. <laughs> you know? yes. so that's what you can answer back right? awesome. and the third thing I would say is that you have to be have to be extremely truthful about mm-hmm. what you're doing you know you uh, you can't fake it you can fake it to the rest of the world but you when you reflect back and see yourself in the mirror you have to ask yourself, is this the version of myself that I want to see every day? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, am I happy about it? Yeah. You know, and therefore that, that basic thing is going to keep pushing you really hard for change, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the fact that you still don't like your version, you still want something else. You still want a better version of that, uh, can only happen when you're truthful to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the worst thing that can happen to you is if you, uh, fool yourself, you know, I mean, fooling others is, one, one kind of crime uh, and you can get away with it yeah. but uh, but fooling yourself is like the biggest blunder you could ever make you know and even if you you know sometimes they tell you that fake it till you make it kind of a thing <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but you know uh, you don't have to literally believe in it you yeah. know uh, you, you have to come back and stare yourself in the eye and say that is this the version that you're happy with yeah. uh, you know what else needs to change you know yeah. and and, and therefore, I would say the fourth thing, you know, you didn't ask me for, but I'll link you to it. That's a bonus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is to seek help. Wonderful. You know, uh, uh, if you figure out that this is not the version you're comfortable with, this is not uh, what you're going 
to be very satisfied with at the end of the day. Uh, be extremely open to ask for help, you know. And I think a lot of times we don't do that out of arrogance or out of fear, out of shyness, out of the fact that what will this people, uh, will this person think if I sought help? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, am I bogging them down? Am I bugging them? Don't worry about any of those things. Mm-hmm. I would just say that you know, if you think that there is still stuff you need to do and you're not able to do, uh, in spite of your best efforts, uh, seek help. You know, and and I think if we can do those four things, uh, and of course there could be another big list, but let's just uh, stick to these four and 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 see how it takes you. Yeah, I think yes. Until the next time, and that gives me another opportunity that. That's, that's something that we reconnect once more and maybe I'll do a little bit of my homework working on the purpose and sharing out what all I learned implemented and how did I experience it so having I mean this is a beautiful I think I think we can go on and on and I really appreciate and respect the fact that yesterday somebody asked me that how can, how are you able to do so much in a day like you're working you're you know, I say I wake up early and that's why it's more hours for me. So I think this is an opportunity and a big gift I got uh, the moment I began to implement the habit of, you know, waking up early is having this first uh, step towards my purpose. What I kept asking last night uh, with one of my friends, discovering why am I doing this uh, interaction with Soro? What is it out uh, for others, for me, for you? And the one thing that keep when you, the moment you use the word purpose, I kept reflecting. Oh, my purpose is that you know, and, and that was so amazing. To uh, and that's that's where this energy comes from in this whole interaction. It's so vibrant, and I love the fact that there's so much more to learn, to discover, uh, and it's not about industry. Ultimately, the, the the whole thing comes to you. How, what are yeah. you looking up to, and what's your yeah. purpose, and how are you going to fulfill that? More yeah. more important question is what fulfills you. So I yeah. think I had an amazing uh, experience. Uh, I, I you made the whole show so profound when I title is that reinventing yourself, and this is the perfect. I mean, of course, this imperfectly perfect way of uh, beginning this journey so thank you so much Soro, for uh, having you know spending this time so precious time of yours i the, the one of the questions was how do you manage your time so i was like wait <laughs> i already could figure it out how do you do it but anything you want to share at the last and we'll just uh, prepare no, for I'm, the next I'm, I'm just grateful to you shruti for putting this show together i mean thank you uh, uh, it's it's the quality of your questions and your preparation and uh, the way you put yourself so dedicatedly. I've known you as someone who's like uh, completely hundred percent and never, you. Uh, you know, fifty or sixty, and and that shows up, you know, in your uh, thinking and the way you do your things. And and I think this show is great because of you, and Thanks. that's uh, that what makes it special. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. I think uh, yeah. Uh, extremely uh, delighted to be, you know, on your show. You know, Thank you so much. And, uh, it's, it's completely my honor to be to be able to answer to some of your questions. Yeah. Thank you so much, and it is a pleasure to connect. Actually, it was a soul connect kind of like souls talking about the discoveries. I didn't expect this such honest spiritual um, moment in a time when I thought it may go technical, but it was like 
to uh, it was beyond that and i think i'm so grateful and ever be grateful so thank you so much and people who are watching this video write to us if there's any question i think sora would be generous enough to answer that to you and i said it on your behalf because i mean that's what you're here to serve and we'd be happy to receive the questions or anything you want any support in terms of seeking help uh, maybe you are not aware this 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 space is going to be for and like the courses you just mentioned i mean i'm sure there'll be a lot of shoot and people are going to get a great advantage over their own uh, finding purpose journey so yeah. thank you so much sora